Alrighty, folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. And oh boy, it's all about having fun in the most beautiful place in the world right here on Cape Cod. We've got a big show today. I'm Eric Williams. Mung is here. Whoop. Liv is here. It's me. And Taryn is here. As always. Let's check that all-important Cape Town's weather forecast going into the weekend, pretty much the last weekend of July 2018. Can you believe it? From the National Weather Service, for Friday, slight chance of showers between 11 and noon. Otherwise, partly sunny, high near 82. Hot weather just keeps on rolling. For Saturday, another chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high 81. Still a good swimming day, little chance of rain. Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 82. And wow, the beautiful, scorching summer of 2018 just keeps on rolling. If you're planning a little beach trip this weekend, the last weekend of July, we have midday high tides right around noon or so. And that means low tides early in the morning and in that pleasant evening six to seven hour. Mung, what does that mean for swimming? Oh, that means if you want to get into the water immediately in the Cape Cod Bay area, I would go at that high tide at noon. You'll find me there swimming up a storm. Boy, I have to say I was out above Duck Harbor in Wellfleet yesterday. Uh, right around low tide, and what a splendid sandy strip. You could see all the way to Provincetown, the little bloom of umbrellas, and the splashing tykes in the water, that very warm water. I heard something this morning that the ocean temperatures are now at just about 70 degrees off Provincetown. Is that too warm, folks? Is the ocean too warm? No. Why? No. Who doesn't want that? I mean... You're going to cool off no matter what. And I'd rather sit in, you know, hot tub jacuzzi kind of kind of water than anything too cold. Oh my gosh, no way. No. It's the ocean. You're supposed to get cooled off and and, and get all chilly and relaxed yeah, and everything I, I feels disagree. great. Water, yeah, Taryn, water I mean, can be too hot. No, I I disagree because as soon as you get out of the water anyway and you're all wet, you're going to get a wind that makes you cold anyway. Like, you're going to get cool. I preferably, I, I mean, I prefer the warm water. I think it's good. Well, we're going to cast you off the island now, Taryn, for that ridiculous <laughs> opinion. But I think it's kind of disconcerting when you go to the ocean uh, on the great backside of Cape Cod. That sounds funny. <laughs> that's what people call it. Mm-hmm. And you go into the water, you're not wearing a wetsuit, you're just in a bathing suit, and you feel like, I'm not cooling down. I'm not getting these 82-degree temperatures out of my brain. So I wonder about that. This has been one of the warmest summers in a long time. This is warm. I mean, granted, it's my first summer here, but... I would say this has been a scorcher so yeah, far. Yeah, super humid, very hot. We usually don't get this till like, August here around the Cape. Well, it's just the last couple of days have been really humid, but I, I feel think... like before that it's been good. But but yesterday we walked outside and we are like, what is this? Like, I'm getting all sticky. It yeah, it's palpable. like being in a terrarium or something like that. And who wants to be a little salamander inside a terrarium? I don't, and I do have a tail. <laughs> I, I hate to burst your bubble, guys, but it hasn't gotten over 85 degrees this summer here. 85 is brutal. That's the roof of Cape Cod temperatures. I That's mean, we're true. out here, we're a peninsula, we're supposed to get the ocean breezes while everyone swelters, say, in Northampton or Boston, <laughs> and we get that benefit, usually 75, 78. That's what makes you know. Cape Cod sing with these uh, temperatures you can handle. Why do you prefer colder water, Liv? I grew up in Florida, and the water oh. during the summer gets... It's like a bathtub. I don't like the sound of that. Gross. Gross. There really is. It can be too hot. I'm not so sure about that whole state. Where'd you grow up in Florida? I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida. On the panhandle? On the panhandle. What's that all about? Uh, The more north you get in Florida, the more southern it gets. 
mm. is what it's about. The more dangerous it gets, or is it less dangerous? <laughs> Are there more strange people in the Panhandle or in the rest of Florida? Uh, I think the strange people are really in Central Florida because it's just, it's an abyss. It is an abyss. Whoa. Speaking for the Chamber of uh, Commerce, that's uh, live. Visit Central yes. Florida. Visit Central do Florida. You get a, do you get offended when people make fun of Florida, whether it be the crazy criminals or some of the older folks that tend to, to go there? No, it's it's completely warranted. 100% <laughs> warranted. Florida is as wild as they make it out to be. You know how some some news organizations actually have wild Florida sections sure. of their newspapers? Well, no, there's that really popular Twitter account that's just called Florida Man because... <laughs> There's always some Florida man doing something crazy. It'll be like, Florida man jumps on car with two goldfishes in his hand naked. Like, things like that. And they'll just be, it's a whole account dedicated to weird Florida. things. You gotta eat Florida the goldfish and start shooting, I think. That's, that's when you make the news, right? Right. I don't know, man. Um, Before we move on, I have some shocking, uh, shocking news for me about water temperature while we're talking about it on Nantucket Sound. Yes, Monk. It is getting a little too warm for me. And usually in a... In August, I start going to Cape Cod Bay because it's a little warm. It's in the 70s. I really like a, a little crisper feel. But also on the sound side in August or right about now is some jellyfish start to come in. And these are my oh. least favorite oh. things oh, in the man. world. That can ruin so, a day quick. So jellyfish love warm water. So they start coming in once the waters get warm on the south side, and particularly the beaches off Craigville Beach and Centerville. You usually start seeing them around August. Um, and you don't want to be stuck with these nasty stings. And I just kind of go to the other side of the Now, cave. do you have any horror stories about jellyfish swimming and stinging? Um, oddly, I've never been stung by a jellyfish. Uh, knock on wood. So How about you guys? where does fear come from? Um, just, just the thought of it. Thought and, of it. And, and not being prepared and that, and that sting. Um, like A lot of people use like vinegar or meat tenderizer to, uh, yeah. to stop the sting, and I never mm-hmm. bring any of that to the beach. So I'm, I'm, I'm fearful of the thought of having it happen, and then I'm like screaming for like 20 minutes with nothing to help me. You know what I can bet you do have at the beach? What? Urine. Oh, yeah, but my. what if you oh, get it out of the place that you pee? can't pee on yourself? <laughs> Most like, people you have can to go bring that themselves. I don't know. Is is this real or is that just like a like no, an old real, wives right? yeah. wives tale? Do you, I don't know if you're supposed hey, to do that. You know that. what? Give me the sting and the pain. I don't want some stranger <laughs> making water anywhere near me. <laughs> really? You would <laughs> rather have the pain? That's yes. I don't know. That's that's a little bit just. <laughs> So what do you want? Prideful. Some, some, some lifeguard prideful. to be drinking fluids all day long just in case? <laughs> well, as I don't want to live in that world. You have to bring a friend. No stranger. Have a friend pee on you. That's, oh, I don't that's have a any good fri- friend. I, I don't have any <laughs> friends like that. Oh, my. I you guess. wouldn't pee on your friend if you had to for the for this We've thing. got to immediately stop this program. This is ridiculous. Is that true? Is that a Florida thing? <laughs> if it were any kind of thing, it would definitely be a Florida thing. Oh, boy. I've heard that, but I don't like it one bit. Uh, staying on the water thing for a second here, Monk. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. I think one of the reasons you hate jellyfish is that native Cape Codder, didn't your mom pack peanut butter and jelly? Fish sandwiches all the time when you're going to school. Oh, those tentacles! Oh, boy. delicious! Sticking out over the bread. That's that was awful. A, that was an official dad joke. Right? <laughs> Long way for that. Uh, the, the good news is, if anybody's fearful of jellyfish, go to the Bayside or colder water. They generally don't tend to congregate there. Now, speaking of Hmong water adventures, I have something in my hand that says kettle ponds. That is all from you, <laughs> and this is another s- flavor of swimming of your rainbow of swimming flavors. And what's this all about? 
Oh, yes, yes. There are a lot of ponds and lakes on the Cape, but the best ones are kettle ponds, which are uh, involve uh, glaciers. You know more about this over at the National Seashore. What makes these ponds a little different? I was in Long Pond in Wealthy last night for my almost regular 6 o'clock swim. There's nothing like it, especially when the crowds have gone home for the day. When they go home and start arguing about clam strips and whole belly clams and all the other arguments that people are having, and no one's really there, and you just slide into that sandy pond, sandy bottom, the water's so beautiful, the sun slanting down on the the green of the trees, and the water's got that magic reflection, and the water is soothing. It's pretty warm, I have to say, but these beautiful jewels speckled about the National Seashore, uh, pretty much Wellfleet, Truro. There's a couple other ones around. There's a couple in East Ham. There are some more around the Cape, but the best, most pristine ones are in the seashore because of the lack of development. Some are easy to get to, and as you well know, Mung, some are quite a journey. Oh, most definitely. I mean, they just the water there just feels cleaner when you're in like a really good kettle pond in the seashore. It's so refreshing. And yeah, there, there's a good amount of them, but they're very hard to access. Um, there's a lot of long dirt roads uh, with... Bumpiness and limited parking. There and are extremely limited like three parking. cars at a pond. I mean, it's worth trying to get there. I would suggest to sort of dip your toe into the kettle pond thing. Try the ones in Wellfleet that are the official sort of town beaches. Long Pond, Great Pond, Gull Pond. These are places you can go after five o'clock. Still hot, still beautiful, and great swimming just to see what it's like. And then you can maybe explore some of the other ones like Horse Leech Pond. Horse Leech may be my new favorite one after I discovered it uh, last year. It was so awesome. The swimming was just the best. Uh, but it did seem to take like 45 minutes just I to access Black, it. Black Pond Road off of Route 6, and it is a long journey. One of the great things about Horse Leech Pond is that you can be in there. It's quiet. And it's so close to the big beach in the ocean, you can be swimming in this tranquil pond and hear waves crash just over the land there. And that is sweet music, my friends. So it's worth trying, but go to a, like a Wellfleet one that has a parking lot and then get a map and start exploring because we can't hold your hand and take you out there. It's too crazy. Too crazy, too wild. But make sure you go after hours so you don't have to get stuck. Uh, you, don't, you don't need a uh, permit or parking uh, pass there. He's pond crazy. That's Mung here on the Cape Cod Fun Show as we charge into the end of July, the dog days, right? Is this, are these the dog days of summer? We have some uh, expert opinion over there. Uh, Liv, you know uh, something. Oof. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. We're getting there, so it's if not, not official. If we're not already there, then we're getting there. We're getting there. That's right. It's getting hot out there. It's almost the dog days of summer. Is there something that you guys have uh, wanted to do that you haven't done to experience a Cape Cod summer? What's on your summer bucket list halfway through? Oh, um, man. Boogie I boarding? Think, I don't think I've had enough sprinkles yet. You know? This isn't about the jellyfish. No. Sprinkles of rain? No, ice cream sprinkles. Ice cream sprinkles. You mean sprinkle. Jimmy's? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we're, low, we're low on ice cream sprinkle quota. Liv needs more sprinkles. Well, that sprinkles. means we're going to have to delve into this whole ice cream thing, and I was really hoping we wouldn't have to, oh, uh, no. but now the sprinkle thing's out there, and so... All right, let's time ourselves on this. We can't go over five minutes talking about <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. This is a bad idea because we won't make it clear. We'll be confused, but there's been a lot of talk in the newsroom about the difference between various ice cream delights that people get at all these wonderful ice cream places on Cape Cod, and it is a tradition after supper. You get out there and stand in line at the window and get some kind of treat. Now, if you just get an ice cream cone or something in a dish, that's okay. We understand that. Okay, let me just throw it out there. 
What's the difference between a frap and a milkshake? I did some research. Nice. Well, that's not a good idea. You're so, out. <laughs> so listen, listen. A frap includes ice cream. There is ice cream in a frap. A milkshake, you would think that there was ice cream in that too, but no. It's just milk and syrup, but it's not chocolate milk because you you stir it enough that the consistency completely changes. It has to be that frothy, you know, thick thing that makes it a milkshake. So like in a mixer. But I, I would say that if you went to an ice cream thing and you said, oh, I want a chocolate milkshake, and they gave you like some kind of no ice cream thing, you'd be mad. But would you know? Because the, like the way I understood it is they're making it so frothy that you probably think there's ice cream in it. Wow. In most of the country, a milkshake means ice cream. That's I what I have found out. totally mm. agree. But in Boston and eastern Massachusetts, we're part of that world. A milkshake is a drink made with milk and syrup, no ice cream, and beaten on a milkshake mixing machine. It's light and frothy, not creamy and thick like a frap. But I still think it provokes anger and confusion because someone comes here from, let's say, New Jersey, where you're from, mm -hmm. orders a milkshake. Where's my ice cream? Where's my freaking ice cream? And mm -hmm. they reach through the window and they're throttling some poor teen. Oh, no, Where's you were my... there? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my ice cream, I said. All right, so we've settled that. And I'll also throw out that if you go to Rhode Island, they call fraps cabinets. And anyone want to weigh in on that? Come on, come on, Liv. You're an intern from Florida. You've been around the world and maybe even in Rhode Island. And this is an important issue. Uh, why, why the cabinet? Uh, why not the drawer? Is it is it a function of how it fits? There's some differing opinions on there that. Really if, it's, if it's on a lazy Susan, would it be a lazy Susan? Mm, I just, you that can't, sounds delicious. You can't name mm. something based off of where you store it. Well, that's what we thought it was at first, because you store the blender, and we read uh, some news saying that that's, that's what it was based on. You store your blender in the cabinet, right. but Eric uh, Then I also found out they different. call those big ice cream containers, those steel ones with the flip lids, they call them cabinets. And so maybe you go into the cabinet to get the ice cream, not the blender. But still, if you ask for a cabinet, would you get the whole machine? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't you might get, get a set of drawers, a chest delivered to your house. Uh, so it, the other thing that always blows my mind is the difference between an ice cream soda and an ice cream float. And this is I something no that we, idea. we cannot even figure out if we, we stayed here all day long. It's boggling my mind. All right. I looked it up. And I think this may be the answer. First of all, Mung, what would you say an ice cream soda is? Um, just a lot of like heavy Ben and Jerry's and a lot of like Coke. No, 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 no. Soda no. water. No. Soda what is no. soda What is soda water? Is that just like mixing some like ginger ale it's with like some seltzer or something? Yeah, but it's, oh. like soda. it's bubbly, but no sweetener in. Interesting. So immediately we have trouble. Trouble. According to this web definition, which is probably false and spread by the ice cream misinformation it society. It did not come from the Cape Cod Times. <laughs> if the drink is made with seltzer or soda water and flavored syrup, then it is an ice cream soda. But if the soda is root beer, cola, or another flavored soda, then it's an ice cream float. So dark soda. Can't we just put it there? Dark about, soda no, makes it no, a float. Sprite. What about Sprite? Sprite's oh. a clear soda. It's, it's the act of adding the syrup to the soda water to the ice cream that makes it a soda. So a float doesn't have syrup in it. 
Well, the, no. sir- the syrup's already included in the soda. No, no, no. Right. What? Right? This oh, ice cream boy. alchemy is, have, is spinning my head here. I will say that an ice cream soda, when traditionally made, is probably the most delicious ice cream dessert because it takes away some of that sweetness you might get with, like, a, a cola, a ginger ale, a Sprite. So you've got that bubbly, searing, pure soda you put the syrup so it's sweetening up. You put the ice cream in. It's now, of course, it's sweet and delicious, but it's not as sweet and treacly as an ice mm. cream float. Question, though. Okay, is got it, it. Is it blended or is the, the ice cream just dolloped in the in the cup? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare... I think uh, there's a tradition, and I just met, just saw this recently, that there's another term for something. It might be called a dollop. I don't know. Where you add an extra scoop of ice cream to the top of whatever you mix. Oh. And that gives it that like sort of like decaying, melting deliciousness that you can spoon, you can sip, you can do everything. Hmm. I'm confused, but I would say try to get a traditional ice cream soda. Is there a place? I have a Mung- way. To, yes, if you're all confused about all these styles of ice creams, the best place I recommend people going is Hallett's Ice Cream in Yarmouthport. They've been there uh Seemingly uh, a very long time. It's kind of like an old-timey ice cream parlor, and they will be able to make and show you the difference between all of these. Ooh. So just go to them; they're the experts. So they provide ice cream counseling. Yes, ice cream <laughs> counseling and, and a do they delicious for treat. That? Hmm. Is it, in co- is it covered by insurance? <laughs> <laughs> There's a copay. What's my copay? But it's so delicious. <laughs> mm, you're, making oh, well, me, you're making me hungry. All right, all right. So we've settled that. Maybe not. <laughs> Matter of fact. See you later. Ice cream float content. I just wanted to mention that the fair is still going on. The Barnstable County Fair is rolling through this weekend. I understand, Mung, you have some plans demolition derby-wise this evening. Oh, yeah. The the most smashy action I can get. That's my plan. I'm going down there. Uh, We're going to record some video. You can check that out at the Cape Cod Times website. It's going to be a fun time. What are you looking forward to at the fair? Oh, the fair food. That's the way to go. They got barbecue. They got fried Oreos. They've got meat on a stick. How do you beat that? Now, is the Demolition Derby actually taking place at the fair or in the traffic on the way to the fair? (laughs) 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 A little uh, traffic joke on Cape Cod. Isn't it crazy out there, people? It does get a little nasty, but it's worth it. Well, so it runs through the uh, weekend here, the end of uh, July here on Cape Cod. And I think wristband days are starting to roll in, which is when you can go... Pay 25 bucks, you get a wristband, which allows you to ride and ride and ride. Unlimited rides. So if you get some kids, that's a pretty good deal. The fair is a pretty good deal compared to like a Red Sox game, but it can get pricey out there. So go with caution. <laughs> it's all about Cape Cod. Now, this is a strange thing here. I don't even know where this came from. Mung, I once again suspect you. I've got something here called Ultimate Main Street Debate. What is that all about, and why has it infiltrated the program? Well, it's the Cape Cod Fun Show, and we have to tell people how to have the most maximum amount of fun on the Cape, and you can have a lot of fun for free just by ambling down one of those classic Cape Cod Main Streets. And we'll, uh, we should have the Ultimate Main Street discussion right now which town it's like a main street throwdown which cape cod town has the best main street what can you do there and i look forward to hearing your opinions all right lib we'll start with you let's talk main streets you've been around cape cod what's your favorite main street on cape cod 
Provincetown's Main oh, Street. Oh, yes. Otherwise yes. known as Commercial Street in That's hard to argue with. How do you beat Provincetown's Main Street? Well, maybe it's uh, crowded and slightly scary or something. Or uh, well, The only problem parking is, is, is it's tough. kind of far away. <laughs> so you do have to commit like a, a big adventure to get to P-Town. Usually it oh, takes an hour. But there's nothing like it. I mean, it is the great circus of the world with incredible people watching, a wide variety of bizarro stores and awesome street food. It's hard to beat that. Little fried dough from the Portuguese bakery there. Mm. You stroll and crinkle your way down the street, and maybe you look at uh, oh, shop therapy. That's kind of crazy head shop, which mm-hmm. I guess is okay now because marijuana is legal. You can have head shops everywhere. Uh, shop therapy, a strange store. Uh, there's a new mural there. Joey Mars, thirty-three foot wide psychedelic mural. We love Joey Mars. We've met him a bunch of times. Good guy. Great muralist. That's right there on Commercial Street in Provincetown. It really is hard to argue against P-Town. Taryn, any thoughts on Main Street? I mean, look, growing up, I came to the Cape a lot, but my family did not adventure pretty much past Falmouth. We stay in Falmouth every time that we come. And I think that Falmouth has a pretty great Main Street. Yeah, yeah, I love Falmouth. I mean, my mom likes the shops over there. I like them, too. But... I love the food and atmosphere. I go to Liam McGuire's all the time. I love Liam. He's like a celebrity to me. He's a real person? Yeah, he's a, he sings Irish music. He'll get up there. He's pretty old now. You know, it takes him a little to get up there. But he's he's just so, he's such a presence. And he'll, he will play his guitar and um, just sing you sweet, sweet Irish songs. And, you know, there's a bar. People get kind of rowdy sometimes. And lots of dancing breaks out. On the right in front of the stage, and sometimes some other guys come up and uh, play with him. But it is such a fun time. It is such a fun time there. Could you sing us a little Irish song that maybe you'd hear there? <clears throat> and it's no nay never. <laughs> nice. No nay never. <laughs> okay, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. That's Fal- Falmouth has a classic Main Street. I've definitely. not spent much time on Main Street. I've been there. I live in Wellfleet, so it's like going to yeah. Texas for me. But what else do they have there? Is it food wise? Just chill out on the town green and just yeah. soak in the people. People watching is key for Main Street, right? Liv, what are you looking for when you're having fun on a Main Street? I'm looking for a place to sit outside. That's for one, especially on the Cape. You want to sit outside. I'm looking for a place where I can uh, window shop without mm. too much commitment. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, Liv, also, there's a, there is a French bakery on Falmouth's Main Street. A good French bakery. Oh, that is a good bakery. Ooh. And yes. It's, yes. A good, it's a good one, and there's, there's always people in it. It's pretty packed. What is it called? Maison? Uh, I don't know. Le Baguette? We, we have to send live there. <laughs> <and> play up. <laughs> I know what that place is called because right. it's it sprang from the Wellfleet uh, Bakery, which is also equally delicious. That's PB Boulangerie in Wellfleet. So that's, we've hit on. Uh, is it Maison oh. Viette's? Yeah, 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 that's, that's it. it. That's right, it. right. Good one. That's an excellent place with authentic French pastry and excellent bread. But, you know, we're on Main Street in Hyannis right now. That's where oh, we are. yes, yes. I mean, and this is a big attraction. You see folks getting off the ferry. You see people coming into town for the afternoon. And you're a denizen of Hyannis, Mung. Uh, I am a denizen. What's the report and, card on Hyannis well, Main Street? Sometimes Hyannis can get a little bad rap, but I was just overhearing some some tourists. I was on Main Street a couple nights ago, and they're walking by, just overhear them talking about how charming and and, and lovely Hyannis Main Street is. And you know, I I kind of I kind of have to agree. It's usually a 
you know, pretty well traveled. A lot of a lot of people on hand is Main Street, but there's a lot to do. There's a a, a brand new uh, pop uh, popcorn place uh, down on Main Street. They just opened a new candy store too. There's always lots of things going on on Hyannis Main Street. You got the, the the Village Green is always a scene scene at the Green. The artist shanties. Artist shanties are really mm-hmm. cool, and it does have like a little path to Hyannis Harbor, which is really nice. Hyannis Harbor lit up at night is just so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's like quintessential Cape Cod. So it's kind of like an awesome marriage between the the Hyannis Main Street and the Harbor. You can all walk to it within five ten minutes. So why the questionable reputation that you referred to about Hyannis Main Street, Mung? Um, there has been some crime in Hyannis in the past. Um, but in general, it's, it's pretty safe uh, at night. And uh, as you can tell, just by going up and down Main Street, lots of families, lots of fun, and uh, just good times. Okay. Tap dancing as fast <laughs> as he can. Um, hey, you guys, interns working at the Cape Cod Times, you do spend some time on Main Street here getting lunch. I know you guys go out and stuff. What, do you, what is your vibe on Main Street in Hyannis? Necessity is my vibe. Is that Main different Street than Hyannis? enjoyment? Is that? Uh... I don't get that vibe. What, what gives you that vibe? You know, I'm looking for some place to have a snack. Main Street. I need an ice cream. It's 3 p.m. Main Street. Because it has, yeah, it does have everything. You need mm. fulfillment and joy. Main Street, Hyannis. Y- yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really like. I really do like it. I, it reminds me a little bit. I will say though, of like a city. You know, you get lots of different types of people. I think that Hyannis probably does have the best people watching then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there are just so many different characters, and you never know what's gonna happen. It's just not as well curated. And I say that Maybe word. that's a good thing, though. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. It's not as cutesy as some of as the towns Chatham, get. For All right, cutesy. let's roll Chatham out here. Now, Chatham, mm-hmm. plenty of parking, a beautiful set of buildings, nice stores and restaurants. Overpriced restaurants, I It can be expensive in yeah, Chatham. Chatham. They have the Candy Manor, which is awesome. Oh, homemade candy. Love that candy that. place. I mean, you get that kind of fancy feeling in Chatham, like you're in Aspen or <laughs> some other sort of fancy place. You can run into a celebrity like Harry Connick Jr. He's been spotted on Main Street in Chatham. That's not bad. No, uh, not bad at all. What are the vibes you guys get from Chatham? Great hydrangea game. Oh. Hydrangea game on fleek. In Chatham. Whoa. I say. I like hydrangeas. Like it's 2017. It's beautiful. <laughs> I've been before. I'm just like, there's a beach there too, like right at the end, right? Well, I mean, you have to walk a little bit to get to the ocean. Beach. You'd go up around the corner. You could get there. Yeah, it's a bit I, of a walk. Yeah. But of course, everybody knows Chatham Main Street for the Chatham Squire, which is yes. a le- uh, oh. legendary. Yeah, uh, and not too expensive. Uh, place, uh, pretty reliable uh, for, food for, wise. Yes, yeah, for food and there. drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get pretty popular at the weekends at night. Yeah, what? it's definitely the kind of place with the fancy boutique stores that make you think, I really better stay out of this store, you know? Mm. Yeah, though you I have d- to say, best sushi in my life, Bluefin. Bluefin? Oh, nice, nice place. Yeah, and that's a nice setup, too. It's got a Jimmy Buffetty feel there. That's a, that's a nice place. We, um, we're forgetting about a Main Street that's really uh, been hopping recently. Um, before you even get to Chatham, I've been spending some time in Harwich Main Street, in Harwich Port. Harwich Port, along oh, 28. Man. Yes. That's town on the Cape, I Awesome. Yeah. What? Yes, we have a lot of well, good time staffers. George's who... Pizza is one of my favorite oh, yeah. pizza places in the, in the world. Here's a good testament to why everyone's loving Harwich Port Main Street recently. There's a little uh, uh, 
a free par- municipal parking lot, free parking for folks near the uh, Chamber of Commerce. I went down there on a Saturday night recently. It was packed. I couldn't even get a spot. So it's even hard to park down there at night because it's so bumping. Up and down the street, you can hear live music. There was, We went over mm. to Perks, and uh, we heard some live music there. People are playing cornhole. It's kind of like an outside-typey venue. It was really neat. And, yeah, there was a lot of lot of foot traffic on Howard's Main Street this past weekend. Yeah, music in the port as well. Yeah, Every music, Wednesday. Music in the port on Wednesdays. All right. So where else have we missed Main Street-wise as we wrap up our Main Street tour? Wellfleet's hmm. is just, it's a blip. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. How about dare well, you? I live in Wellfleet. <laughs> Eric lives in Wellfleet. Blip Town, USA. I'm just blipping. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. It's just a blip. No, it's a pleasant little place. <laughs> the one tip I will give you if you go to Wellfleet and go into Main Street, go behind Town Hall to Hatch's uh, Market and have one of their fresh fruit popsicles. They make them right there out of the fruit from the fruit market. They're a buck twenty-five, and they can be incredibly delicious or odd, like when you have like the apple persimmon plum popsicle or something mm. like that. They vary depending on what fruit is available. Uh, three flavors a day. They can be insanely delicious, and there's no better time in New England than working on one of those popsicles and sitting on the bench in front of Town Hall and watching all the big SUVs go by. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call it a blip. So my vote, I think we've got one vote, live for for Provincetown. I'm also going to vote for Commercial Street as my favorite. I got to go with Commercial Street. It's the whole world right there unfurling on a three-mile strip of crazy. Yeah, but look, I can't really be part of the, the voting here because I've actually never been. Well, you've never what? been to Provincetown ever no. in your life? Oh, man, no. you should leave right now. Okay, I'm actually not going to lie to you. I did try to go once, and I got so frustrated with parking that I left. So you sort of, you circled around, and that was it? We can give you some tips, mm-hmm. and that would be a great feature for a future Cape Cod Fun Show, Taryn's Big Trip oh, to yeah. Provincetown. Stay, stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. Because it'll open your eyes, and you'll be so happy and excited. I would say... It's tough. You go on a cloudy day, it's insane. Maybe you go early, get some parking. It's a challenge to really get in and harvest P-Town, but so worth it. So it looks like Provincetown wins our ultimate Main Street debate here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Taryn, this segue is incredibly uh, non sequiturally mm-hmm. into your motorcycle story. Oh, right. What, there's something here called Taryn Motorcycle Story? What's that all about? Um, well, I rode a motorcycle this weekend. Well, I mean, I rode on the back of one in um, Big Nick's Ride for the Fallen, which was such a cool thing to be a part of for just a bit, you know, being that I'm just a visitor here on the Cape. But, um... Riding the motorcycle was cool, and I thought it was going to be, like, the most thrilling part, but really just, like, the feeling of community, I, I felt I felt just so surrounded with all this love, and it was, it was so, it was such a great, great, great event, and I'm so glad that I got to go do that, but it was really cool being on the back of a motorcycle, and I did call my mom after and tell her that um, I'm going to need to get a motorcycle ASAP. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Were you scared at all? You were, like, holding no. on to someone? And no, they're... no. It was one of the ones you could just sit there. I barely had to, like, you know, touch the guy in front of me at all. <laughs> and I, oh. And um, <laughs> who was very nice, by the way. And I was holding a monopod taking videos, um, you know, of the that ride. So you can dangerous. check that out on our website. Yeah, you can check that out at capecuttimes.com slash video to see Taryn's ride. What about motorcycles? Aren't they too scary and crazy no. to even get involved in? Uh, I, I have to say I'm kind of down on motorcycles because I'm just, a timid man. They're impractical. That's my problem with what? it. It has to be nice enough that you can ride outside. Can't be but raining. not too hot because you better be wearing 
Yeah, what if you're wearing leather? You should be wearing leather and a helmet. That's Whoa. hot. That's too much. It's way too hot. So yeah, it's but like if you, you get live, like a two-week period where you can ride your motorcycle without sweating to death. If you live here, that. you know. Well, first of all, motorcycles are much cheaper than cars, though. I don't know. So you could have a car and a motorcycle. Um, and a motorcycle here on Cape Cod? That's the dream. I say scoot. I got a little scooter and I love it. Yeah, but that's I mean, a, kind of a motorcycle out in the highway, if like everyone sneezes and texts at the same time in a car, they're just going to bump into you and you're going to end up in a pine tree. You know what? I think that if you rode on the back of one, you'd feel differently. I felt so safe. Was... I wouldn't want to be on the back of a motorcycle because I'm not driving the motorcycle. I'm depending on some girthy guy in front of me and I'm wrapping my arms around him and we're trying to bond and he's like, hey, and he's yelling at me. I can't do that. That scares me. No, it's pure romance. <laughs> oh, They're man. a little loud for Mung. I, I kind of get scared when they rev their engines or there's like, I like quiet noises. Yeah, and those guys but... are always tough, you know? And it's tough when you're not a tough guy to be among tough guys because they're all like, hey, all right, I'm tough. You're like, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to have a ham sandwich for lunch. And they're like, ham? Come on. Have some jerky and all that stuff and it goes on from <laughs> There and it devolves. Motorcyclists are like the snowboarders of the road. You Whoa. know? Mm-hmm. Hot take. Nice. I think though that if I were if I were a guy, I'd be a tough guy, so I think that's why I fit in, you know. Oh, you're a rebel, Taryn. <laughs> uh, from New Jersey. Okay, we've settled that. Taryn's motorcycle ride, fantastic. <laughs> Content on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Restaurant and dining time, Mung. Pay attention. <laughs> this is very important. Our restaurant review uh, of the most recent one is the 4940, the 4940 Brickhouse Restaurant in East Ham. And this used to be some kind of former, like, roadhouse bar uh, with not the greatest reputation in the world. And I guess it's been completely transformed into what is a delicious restaurant. I mean, I have to say I was surprised to read how good this review was uh, at the 4940 Brickhouse Restaurant in East Ham. What did the reviewer like? They liked everything. Uh, The Brickhouse is family-friendly with reasonable prices, great food, and excellent service. It's a winning combination. And that's kind of exciting. The picture here of the cod, the baked cod, just, oh, man, it jumps off the page. Looks so delicious, succulent, flaky, and tender. And that's nice to know that an old kind of beat-up building can be transformed by a restaurateur with a vision. I recall my last trip to that place was to see the late, great Alan Magnus perform with his band. He was the father of Siobhan Magnus from American Idol fame. And I met the yeah, family Yeah, he put on there. a good show. Yeah. He was a great guy, and that was a big drinking road kind of bar, and kind of makes me sad to think back. He's no longer with us, and that whole Siobhan craziness, but that was my last experience in there, and now it sounds like it's relatively inexpensive and delicious and interesting inside. That's the Brickhouse Restaurant in East Ham. Anyone else with some dining adventures? Anyone eat anything good lately? We're interns. Whoa. We don't... Yeah. yeah. You guys go out for lunch all the time. What about those kebabs you're always talking about? Nah, food for fuel. Food for fuel. I it's not my, for deliciousness? Or? my rice and beans at home. That's it? Oh, yeah. That sounds lonely. It is lonely. Thanks oh, no. for pointing that out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought interns came here and had great joy, like a beach movie or something like that. Uh, hmm. Wow. Well, I'm having a great time. I'm just having, you know... Uh, a great time on a budget. That's really it, you know. We but there's ch- lots of free things for dinner. To do. We had um, wavy lays the other oh, night. Oh yeah, and then we didn't eat anything for the rest yeah. of the night. It was our main course. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lays, wavy chips. So is this like being on in jail chips. to be an intern? Is that no, what it's like? No, don't don't give our viewers the wrong idea. We're having a blast still. We go to the beach all the time to eat chips for dinner. Now, do you guys <laughs> bond as interns from other places that come together in the summer at the Cape Cod yeah, Times? Yeah, but I think we got lucky, you know, that we all kind of get along. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I like everybody that that's been working here for the summer. Yeah, They're pretty cool. We're a good group. <laughs> so you say. Wait till review time, right, Monk? <laughs> exactly. Is there uh, a review time? This is it. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, Liv, there's some things we wanted to talk to you about, uh, about your performance here at the Cape Cod Times. <laughs> Go ahead, Monk. You've been saving this up. Oh, no, no. Liv has been rocking it. She's uh, helping us and, <laughs> no, and, it's and, been an excellent and leading the, uh, the Curious Cape Cod project. It is so yes. cool. Uh, readers ask us questions about Cape Cod, burning questions they've always wanted to know. They can go to capecodtimes.com slash Curious Cape Cod. And, uh, you know, we answer their questions. In fact, Liv answers the questions. What have been your favorite part so far, Liv? My favorite part? Oh, well, I called somebody to talk about a Curious Cape Cod article earlier this week. And she said, Olivia, you're the Curious Cape Cod. Cod person, which meant that I got to speak to a reader, which was so cool. Awesome. So wow. People are reading. People know what's up. People are curious. A shameless plug for Curious Cape Cod. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, that's good. It's been fun. What's been the weirdest question? Ooh. Uh, we get we get some strange ones that we don't actually answer. <laughs> the best one, I think, well, my favorite we've answered like, so far. Where are among, Mung's ticklish spots? <laughs> <laughs> Who would know that one? Yeah, let me reach over and try this one. I <laughs> 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 no, no, think no. it could be ticklish there. Oh, dear. No, my favorite one is someone asked, uh, we see like millions of seagulls. Why don't we see any baby gulls? Why is this live? Why? Because they're cloned. <laughs> They're all cloned? Yeah, of course, at the uh, Seagull Cloning Factory uh, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. 28. It's a special effect. <laughs> there are no baby gulls? Oh, my goodness. We don't see them on the beaches. Have you seen a baby gull on a beach? Well, maybe they hide them because they want to grow up without being eaten that's, or destroyed. That's well, kind of well, it. Yeah. Tell, tell Protective us Protective parents. The baby gulls are in Monomoy. They're in wildlife we, reserves. We've been out yes, there before. Yes. It is an incredible nesting colony. Yes. Very scary. It's like place, a nature's too. paradise out there. And they're also there. very protected from boaters and different people. So you probably won't get to see one. No baby gulls. They come as adolescents in August to the beaches. So keep your eyes out for. They'll be on uh, motorcycles. Some gangly adolescent teenage gulls. Yo, you done with those French fries? <laughs> <laughs> no, we saw a really crazy. Okay, well, I thought it was weird. Apparently, it's pretty normal. But we saw like. You know, the seagull goes into the water, gets the crab, and then goes really, really, really high up in the air and then drops the crab, trying to crack it, like, over and over again. I was just watching that in awe. That was so cool. Do you guys see that a lot? Live We've seen that with uh, shellfish, too. We see that all the time on the pier in Wellfleet. Oh. And down they go to the gushiness oh of the clamor oyster. Crazy. It's right. live entertainment. It's Have you wild. guys had raw oysters yet or anything like that? I raw love, bar? love oysters, but I only get them half price. Why would you pay that much for an oyster? Two bucks each, it? right, for a raw yeah, bar? it's expensive. Or more. That's, how, that's why I can't eat other things. It's because I'm saving up for oysters. That's nice. How about you, uh, Taryn? Have you had any oysters? No, I don't do that. Why? Yeah, I thought you were a wild mm. motorcycle person. Yeah, I'm not wild with my taste buds, though. All right. Mm. Yeah. All right. Just the rest of my body. If you're going to be wild with one thing, I think you should be wild with your taste buds. Yeah, so true, Taryn. No, I'm like an adrenaline junkie. Oh, there's some adrenaline when you slurp down your first oyster. Is there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you chew it and you're like, what is this? You chew them? Nature's mucus or something. King Neptune's mucus. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says on the package. All right, uh, as we round out the show here, I just want to remind you, Arlo Guthrie is playing Saturday night in Truro, a very entertaining fellow. Uh, an American treasure. We got the Woods Hole Film Festival coming up. I think it starts Sunday in Woods Hole. That'll be nice. Lots of movies, lots of fun. Oh, a nice article you wrote, Liv, oh, about the Woods Hole uh, Film Fest. So it looks like it's a big deal and very exciting. 
Lots of great local and regional connections. What's and that cool? pretty much brings us to the end of this episode of the Cape Cod wow. Fun Show. What did we miss? Anything else on the agenda? Oh, yeah. One thing. Um, uh, go to a Cape Cod Baseball League game because there's only uh, like three or four more weeks, if that. Uh, speaking of cool projects that uh, uh, interns have been doing, Taryn's been rocking the Cape League Corner podcast. She's mm-hmm. been working with our sports reporters who are hosts of that. You can check it out at CapeCodTimes.com slash Cape League Corner. It's just an awesome place to go, uh, a Cape League game. And but- expensive, too. Yeah, inexpensive. What's been your favorite part of the Cape League? Ooh. Well, I like the interviews that they do. Sometimes they do really crazy ones. Like, um, I'll give you a hint to not this Friday, but next Friday, there's going to be an interview with someone that has baseball league connections, but also Nixon and Ford connections. Worked under both. Ooh. Intriguing. So mm-hmm. he, he was a catcher for President Nixon? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to listen You'll to You'll have to up. tune in. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess that's enough for this particular episode. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. My name's Eric Williams. Thank you, Mung. Anytime. Thank you, Liv. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Taryn. Uh, of course. And we also want to thank Kevin McLeod for an Incompetech.com for the wonderful music in this broadcast. Till next time. Till next week. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show. See ya. <laughs> Boom.